Cat stalker, dragon stalker, crypt stalker, demon stalker, rift stalker, grand stalker, crypt stalker, scourge stalker, wind runner. I'm a pony, lead skill hunter. Well, welcome to episode 260 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall at Twitter. I'm Delirium from thrillofthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Ben Neck from eyesofthebeast.com and Ben Neck Wild on Twitter. All right. Well, today is Monday, June 26, 2017, and we are broadcasting live on twitch.tv, and you can participate in the live chat room where our lovely moderator, Alexander, is there to take your questions. And so, as you can see, we are back after a pretty big hiatus. I know we had that short uh, broadcast that you guys did just to let people know that we weren't having a show <laughs> that particular day, I guess. I guess that counts as like a, a mini show. But it has been a while, I mean, since we did episode uh, 259, I want to say it's probably the early part of June, maybe. So we're trying well, something. Uh, what? Go ahead. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I was pretending to be a druid so that I could try and tame one. Mm-hmm. So I was pretending to nap under a tree for the past two weeks. I don't know about you guys. Huh. Did it work? No. <laughs> oh. So we're trying something a little different here. Uh, we were, you know, because Sundays wasn't working out very well for us. Uh, it was just too many uh, scheduling conflicts. So we decided to, so we kind of chatted amongst ourselves a bit here to figure out what would be a good day that worked for us where we could all get together. So we kind of picked Monday evenings here, 10 o'clock Eastern time to kind of try and do the show. I don't know how well that'll work out for guests and, and things like that, but hey, we're giving it a try and it's a little bit new and different. So but I think we're all awake and raring, raring to go, at least. Uh, it's It's been you know, a long time since we've had any kind of discussion about hunters. And I know we do have some news and things relevant to, to 725. But maybe we'll just start, like, what have you guys been doing in-game uh, recently? Or what have you done since kind of since the last time? I kind of ignored the Broken Shore for a little bit. And I, I didn't really log in and do much of it until right before patch uh, 725 dropped. And I was hoping... Mm-hmm. That my apathy towards the broken shore would sort of pay off and allow me to do it in one fell swoop. And it kind of worked out that way. I logged in on like Saturday afternoon, started doing stuff. And by Monday, I was flying around on my new uh, class mount. So 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 I didn't start from zero, but I was only like halfway through revered, I think, for the reputation. So I didn't have flying up to that point. So I kind of huh. plowed through a whole bunch of it in about three days there. <laughs> The real question is how many class mounts, though. What do you mean? I just oh, well, I've only There's done that one. Oh. So are there different models for our 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 class mount, or is it just the? I know there's different skins. There's different skins. There's colors, yeah, yeah. But I hadn't really paid attention to. Are they there's are they spec based? Is that how they did it? Yeah, but you can yeah. mount up on them on any spec. It's just like taming the feathermans. You've okay. got to. Uh, finish bm or sv or mm first and then you can use them on any spec okay yeah so i've only done done the bm i haven't i haven't really done finished up stuff on mm i don't think yeah i haven't put any extra points into the other specs yet but i don't know i guess i will soon because right now i'm at the point where concordance is just so yeah taking forever I think I, I decided myself, I'm like, well, I'm just going to get my concordance buff to 7,000 because it's a nice round mm-hmm. number. Then I'll get the other mounts. <laughs> huh. Okay. 
Yeah, that's the one thing I sort of regret a little bit is I haven't put enough time into. So that's the one area I'm behind is is getting uh, reaching concordance. And I, sh I should do it this week on Beast Mastery for sure. So that's the, which is good. But I'm still feel that's the one place where I, I kind of regret not logging in enough to to get that piece of it done. Yeah, now that there's an instant 48k, it's pretty easy. There's really no excuses for not at least getting concordance. Yeah, the first rank of it at mm -hmm, 52. Mm -hmm. But more than that, yeah, it gets. So I think I'm at. Uh, 55, 58, and 52 on all three of my weapons. So they've all got concordance, at least, with BM being the lowest at 52. But That's pretty good. That's a lot of AP. Yeah, farming. trying to get the other two at the same time. And at first, I was trying to keep them even. Now I've let MM get a bit ahead of SB. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's a long time between uh, upgrades these days. So I'm just at 59 on BM, and the other ones aren't even close to starting concordance. I thought I did a lot of AP farming. I've been listening to Navarro over on Summoning Stone, and he did like major AP farming for a long time. And he said that the the upgrades are so minuscule when you really get down to it that it's not really worth his time anymore. I don't know if you guys have run across that. Yeah, I mean, at some point that's definitely true. In the early levels of it, it's where I feel like it's worth it. It's like, you know enchanting your gear it's not a ton but it's still worth mm -hmm. doing and yeah. ap drops i mean it's just you get it from playing the game so as long as you are playing the game then you're gonna be upgrading you know once or twice a week yeah so might as well do it i feel like you have to actively try not to get any like you have to be like just <laughs> i only log in for raids mm -hmm. which is you know some people like to do that all right, but even if you just do that, even if you just log in for, for, for Rage, you still get a, a decent chunk of uh, artifact power just from killing those bosses. Right, so you get about, if you just clear normal once a mm -hmm. week, you'd get, uh, is it 360 million? So yeah, even then, you know, you'll get maybe a level every week or three. That is so ridiculous to even say that. <laughs> But honestly, the world quests out there don't don't take very long to oh, do yeah. it, you know. Yeah, <clears throat> and now that you get those, uh, whatever, the emissary withering things, mm -hmm. what are they called? Withered essences. Withered essences, yeah. Now that there are those, everybody's doing <laughs> world quests again, so. And heroics. <laughs> yeah, and heroics. It's weird. to. Uh, it's been a while since I've been in a heroic with geared people. Yeah, and every heroic just, I've done yeah, since melts. they added that, everything I've done, it's like everyone in there is like geared to the teeth. Which is great. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah and well, of course, if funny. you're like you, Bendek, who has, I think, what do you have like all the legendaries now? Or I mean, you have more legendaries. I have all than... the BM ones. Yeah. 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 So and how many the... of those have you upgraded? Um, I've upgraded two of them so far. Okay. It seems to be the uh, consistent number that all my friends and people are at. Is that like hard gated at? two unless let's see here you have to do your emissary quests you do uh the daily heroic once so yeah it's it's pretty gated isn't it and you get one clear of the raid each week oh okay that's right yeah mm -hmm. but also you can do the pvp weekly quests oh you i didn't even another... realize i got any from that yeah you get seven oh. for each one for the twos the threes and mm -hmm. the rbgs 
Oh, geez. so so you could have three right now, maybe. If you you could have really, three. If you're really especially lucky. if you got lucky with the emissaries getting like six or seven from each one. Mm-hmm. So you can get, I think you can get like as low as four. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought five was the men. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen anything lower than five. I don't think I've seen anything more than five either. I think five to seven seems to, seems to be the most uh, common. Yeah, I've gotten six off of something because I have 26 right now. So I must have gotten an odd number <laughs> at some point, but who knows when. All right, it seems like they're to... with what? the uh, dungeons now, they're dropping at a reasonable rate. It's fine to upgrade. You know, I don't feel like they need to upgrade immediately. I'm happy with about 10 a day plus the raid for those people who do raid. I feel like that's a great rate to be upgrading legendaries. Plus 20 from every Tuesday yeah. for Mythic Plus. Oh, right, right. Assuming I finish mine tonight after the show. And it, you, you, have do level, a, do you have to do a level. 15? Oh, any oh. level. Oh, okay. That's something. Even a plus 2 will give you the 20. Huh. Yeah, so plus... Yeah, it's, it, they seem to be going really quick now. I was kind of worried at the beginning, but now that I've seen it in action, it's... I'm, I've almost got all the ones I want upgraded, upgraded, so... Well, how much switching do you do? I mean, you know, since you can only still equip the two, I mean, how many, how much, how many situations are there where you find yourself um, moving them around and, and swapping them out for other things? Well, I'd, I wear the belt all the time, and then mm-hmm. single target, I wear the chest, and then multi-target or dungeons, I'll wear the shoulders. At least that's what I'm doing right now. Yeah, yeah I'm still trying to. Waiting on the the belt, working working towards that. But I've got the the shoulders, and then I got the boots right before seven two five dropped. Yeah, so they're okay. Yeah, so the what? The Nezzy worries? No. Oh, which boots do BM have? I, I don't know the Klingon ones or whatever I call them. The yeah. the the Kapla. 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 Yeah. <laughs> they're boots doing are... war order. <laughs> yeah. So it was a great on. name. I loved it. <laughs> the, the belt is uh, Roar of the Seven Lions. Is that right? Yes. Yeah. That's the one with the uh, 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 focus cost reduction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, I actually wanted to ask you guys this. So um, with that and uh, and the recent um, changes to the two stacks of Dire Frenzy, uh, is is Way of the Cobra plus um, uh, or is that the last level talent? The Cobra, uh, where, where, um, Killer Cobra? cobra? Yeah, yeah, Killer Cobra. Is that yeah. the preferred way now to do, uh, to, uh, build? Yes. Okay. Cause that's a change from in the past, right? No, Killer Cobra's always been like the go to. Okay. Um, if you, if you use the boots, like, Aspect of the Beast is pretty mm-hmm. good, actually. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. I still don't think it's better, but it's like really close. Okay, that's good to know. So, oh, a lot of changes, though. <laughs> you want to take a second to talk about some of the big Yeah, we can run through those, too. And by the way, so I was looking at uh, AMR, like you've got Aspister Robot. Sometimes I use that as a sort of a guide just to get a sense of, you know, should I swap this out or that out? And it keeps, right now it's telling me I should swap out my legendary shoulders for for the legs and I, I don't i'm not i'm not listening to it 
That's I'm, I guess it's maybe it's just going purely off stats. I think so. Either stats or it might be a different eye level also. too. I mean, I think it's probably just looking at must be looking at stats. And, well, you know, to be honest, like it depends like what you're wearing in each like slot, right? Like mm-hmm. if your legs are a kind of a low eye level, then this the raw stats you get might actually be more. Yeah, and they're not terribly low. I mean, they're below 900. I forget what they are. I'm going to say they're like 880 or 885. And then I got uh, shoulders that I just, I just literally just took it for transmog purposes out of uh, the Tomb of Sargeras. But I, but I think they were 905 or something. So I think based on that, it's like, hmm, <laughs> recommending that I, I swap out the shoulders and that, and, and use the, the, the ones I got for a drop. And then use the legs as my second legendary piece. Men, so I'll have to consider that, I guess. But I don't know. See, I hate the. I mean, the shoulder, uh, the legs don't do much for for the DPS beyond their stats, obviously. So that's why I hesitate to do it. It is a lot of stats, so. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm not surprised if it's, you know, I wouldn't be surprised because all the legendaries for BM they're they're not as spread apart as they used to be. Yeah, for survival of the legs, a lot of top parsers are wearing the legs. That's pretty interesting to see kind of the differences there. And just because there's no other than the wrists, there's no super amazing, you know, uh, abilities on any of the legendaries. So going for that heal and then a lot of stats is a pretty good deal. And are you playing uh, survival now, Delirium? Is that what you've settled on for, for Tomb of Sargeras? So I was ready to go all SV, but man, it is not great in Tomb. It's just <laughs> struggling. Um, the uh, So it just got, or they just announced a, a 4% buff that's coming out kind of across the board for survival tomorrow, uh, which is something. I think the it had been benefiting from having a pretty good tier set in tier 19, and then tier 20, it's basically a single target only kind of tier set which there are a few single target bosses, but it's not really survival's best. Like it doesn't complement what survival already does well. So it's, I don't know, it's in a pretty rough spot. It's not going to be the very bottom on every single fight, which is nice, but um, <laughs> the only times it's doing you know better than the other two specs are when all hunters are doing really bad. So I don't, I'm, I was playing like, uh, I think two fights I played survival um this week when we cleared and the rest i played mm so <laughs> i'll probably continue a similar pattern unless they really change one or the other and maybe we could move on to that i don't know if we uh... yeah we can talk about that so you had some in- information here delirium that you put on for like uh, beast mastery and marksmanship fighting for the top uh hunter spec slot so why don't you talk about what you've got here so it was just I was just looking through uh, Warcraft logs, and they break it down pretty uh, easily with the percentiles. Um, and other than so, there's one fight, Demonic Inquisition, where all hunters are just really terrible. Um, survival happens to be doing the best after the first week. I'm not. I tried to look at the logs and figure out what what was going on with the top parses there that they were doing better, and... but. Which one is the Demonic Inquisition? So that's I mean, where there's there's two bosses, um, and you have to switch off between the two, depending on who's doing an AOE something. Um, and then you get guilt and have to confess and right. go into another realm. I don't know. I don't know what these mechanics are called. But basically, you go into another realm, get 
confess your guilt and get rid of it by collecting some kind of orbs and then you come back and hit the two main bosses or depending on which one has a debuff or not right and i think that i think the bosses share a health pool right so it's just a matter yeah. of which one's yep. doing its special ability at, at the points when you need to get off it yes but i think i know to partially account for bm there um there's a bug on that counter so when you go down to the prison to collect the orbs and you come right. back up um Hadi, Haiti, whatever. He sometimes doesn't come back up, or actually most of the time he doesn't come back up. <laughs> so he's just stuck down there. And you're, so mm-hmm. when you kill command, you get an error on your screen saying, you know, it's no pet pathing error or whatever. But kill command was still going off, so I'm like, oh, that's weird. And then after the fight, I look at the logs, and it's like Hadi casted like half the kill commands that my main pet did. Huh. So he was just stuck down there. Hmm. So you have to dismiss your pet when you come out and then resummon it. So I think until that's fixed, BM will be a little bit lower than it could be. And, and so then on the rest of the fights, um, we have one fight, Mistress Sazine, Sazine, I don't know how to say her name, mm-hmm. where MM came up on top on all three percentiles I was looking at. 55, is she, uh, is she the Naga? Is that which one she is? Yeah. 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 Um, but then other than that, we have BM coming on top on both 50th and 75th percentile and MM coming on top at the 99th percentile. It looks like kind of across the board. That's the, that's the uh, pattern that seems to happen. And so I think there's just BM is lacking that really high skill ceiling right now. Like, you know, you can push it so far and especially when you're learning the fights at the lower percentiles you're doing better as BM because you've got all that movement and, but it, there's just no way to really differentiate yourself. And, uh, you don't, there's no payoff for doing all that extra work. It seems like, so whereas MM, the best players are kind of being rewarded for playing well and really doing it well. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's, I don't know, it's really interesting to see how even they are on a lot of fights, you know, on a few of those, like, it, you know, it was within, you know, less than a percent from each other and their DPS done, so. I don't know how much that'll change also once MM's four set is pretty strong. So I think, you know, after the first week, a lot of people got two sets from one difficulty or the other. Uh, but MM's... And were you looking at mostly pull ahead. normal, heroic, or, or across? This was all heroic course. that I was looking at. Mm-hmm. So these are all people who are, you know relatively progressed probably yeah. over gear it a little bit uh, that was something i was i was a little bit surprised how uh easily heroic fell over this week um and well, we were say, how, of, how did you i assume you guys both bendek you and delirium worked mostly on heroic and how I, mean, I cleared normal first and then part part of heroic mm-hmm. yeah that's basically what we did too we spent um basically one half of one night clearing normal and it um i think we averaged like we're not fully mythic geared we averaged probably 9 10 9 12 something like that um and i don't think we had a wipe until uh maiden of guitar hero and then we just died to those orbs like mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know a couple of times before people got the hang of it um, and then, yeah, so it was pretty, I mean, normals were pretty smooth at that eye level. And heroic was pretty smooth also. We went up to six of nine 
before we ran out of time. We didn't really hit any walls or anything. It just didn't have enough time in the week to do them all and didn't really want to go over for mm-hmm. something like this. So, Yeah, we only spent time in normal. Um, but I'm wondering if this raid is tuned to be a little bit easier than some of the others, perhaps. I don't, I don't know. I mean... Yeah, I was wondering the same thing. My raid leader looked it up, and I guess last uh, tier for... Um, oh gosh, what was that guy's name? Gul'dan. Mm-hmm. Had about four times as many kills on Heroic in the opening week as uh, Kil'jaeden does right now. Okay. So that was... so. It might be because there are a lot more people playing at that point. I don't know what the population mm-hmm. difference is like, but at least it must not be that much more easy than uh, Nighthold was. As people aren't no. getting more kills. Yeah, I think it's you have to. It's perspective of like who you are. Like, right? We're we're, we're doing mythic. Me and you, Delirium, many we're doing mythic Nighthold bosses. So, right. it's heroic. TOS might seem easy for us, you know. But yeah, I, I, it seems like Kill Jaden is. Uh, last time I looked at my server, no one had even killed it on Heroic yet. Yeah, I think a lot of rising. people are saying it's a big tank check. Like it's pretty difficult for the tanks, which is kind of a funny place to be in for. I don't know. I'm never excited about doing a boss like that because we'll wipe and I have no idea why. Like, I, you know, we didn't do anything wrong. It turned <laughs> out there was some obscure tank mechanic that they messed up so it's never fun to progress on those kind of fights for me yeah i mean we're pretty casual i mean on my raid team so i mean we but we got the first all but the last two bosses down and that's just because we kind of ran out of time uh during the week because we only do like two hours a night uh, tuesday wednesday thursday yes. but um that's pretty good for us. I uh, just compared to Nighthold. I think I know the first bunch of bosses in normal were were, were a pushover, but now I forget what we struggled somewhere. Uh, I want to say Spellblade Aluria was a messy fight <laughs> initially, and people were just sort of running around, not not really figuring out what to do. So I, I suspect we'll probably clear this pretty quickly. I, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we if we did it this week even, and then hopefully we'll start pushing heroic after that. So it, I, from my sense, it just seems, huh. A little bit easier than than the Nighthold was starting off. Yeah, I think that's huh, interesting. I I wish we knew how many people were rating so we could compare, mm-hmm. like you know, percent of people, how far they got or whatnot. It also feels like I don't know, maybe you guys can disagree or something, but it feels similar to a half tier, like uh, you know, going from Emerald Nightmare to mm-hmm. uh, whatever that. Norwegian one was what's what was it called Trial of Valor. Trial of Valor, yeah. And then from Trial of Valor Norwegian. to Nighthold, those were like kind of half tiers. You didn't really get that much more gear from the next mm-hmm. one. And this one feels similarly. It's like it's a half tier up. It's not really a full, a full new tier. Yeah, it's more like two third of two thirds. Yeah, two thirds. Yeah, something like that. The one thing I like about it though is like almost it seems like almost every boss. Well, almost every boss does have a tier piece. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, at least two thirds of them do. Yeah, yeah, and not Kil'jaeden, which is it's been a while since we had a not tier piece on the last boss, right? Yeah, yeah, I think Gul'dan dropped the legs or something like that. Yeah, yeah even like the, the second and second and third bosses even have tier, which is usually that's not the case. Right, it was very early on, right? I mean, right. this. 
Yeah, I usually think, there's one early piece, and then the rest are like the last five or last right? four. Because like Nighthold, you got the cloak off the third boss. I think that was the first first piece of tier, and then I don't know. The, the next boss didn't drop any tier, so you had to you, know, you had to go progress a little bit further before you started really seeing the tier in, in that raid. Whereas here, yeah, it's, as you say, it's yeah. kind of right off right out of the gate. Yeah, so far though, it's it's pretty cool raid. But I just since you when you blow through it on normal, it's like I I forgot everything. Like I don't even know what we did. Yep. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Same here. I was thinking about that too. It's like I was like, gosh, you know, I'm not even sure I can really speak to a lot of these fights because you know, someone where you just one shot them, uh, especially on normal, without even really, but just you have an idea of what the strategy was, and then you then you go in there the next week, it's almost like starting over again. It's like, well, what did we do? I don't know. Then we just it's like, well. We'll just wing it again because <laughs> when huh. we killed it once, we ought to be able to do it again without, you know, same amount of effort. But yeah. Yeah, I was yeah. trying to write a uh, tips and tricks guide mm -hmm. after just doing normals before we uh, went into heroics. And yeah, I just couldn't remember. Like, <laughs> I'm sure there were things I did in the moment, but right. I think I the no only one they were. The only one I sort of really know, because that's the one we spent any amount of time on, was the, as you call it, the Maiden of Guitar Hero. That was the only one that was, yeah. you know, I remember well, that was the one that's, but that sort of a combination of Thaddeus from uh, Nax and then whatever that boss from the two ladies from uh, Trial of the Crusader, the Orb ladies. <laughs> I forget what they were called. Maidens Valkyr? of something. Yeah, the Valkyr. It's been said that the hardest the hardest boss in there is the map boss. Yeah, so that was really what yes. took us the longest time on normal, which is figuring out how to get around. Yep. So we just, well, well, go ahead. I just we just didn't do it enough mm -hmm. on PTR to know how to uh, get around the map. Yeah. It was confusing, or figuring out when to go down in that hole and when you didn't need to. Yep. Yeah, well, same here with like the as I said getting to the maiden of the guitar hero. I gotta have to. I'm, that's I'm just gonna call her that from here on out because I'll never remember what her actual name is. But yeah, when we got to that point, I, I it was bugged for us. So the the steps in the area didn't open up for us. We just ran around for a long time trying to figure out where the heck are we supposed to go. And finally, we went out and I think we set the instance and there we were. So that was a little bug for us. That made it even made it get a made made getting around even more difficult than it needed to be. How about the lack of trash, though? Yeah, that's glorious. Like, it's yeah, like yeah, the trash was... is figuring out how to get mm -hmm. around, which yeah. is, I'll take that trade any day. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you do get from one boss to the other fairly quickly. There's uh, sort of one group of kind of nasty trash in there. Um, trying Remember. to think when it is. It's like one of those big hallways that's got a whole bunch of pulls and they're like or like you get you don't die i guess when you get into that what some sort of spirit realm or something it was it was a little bit confusing there yeah i had no idea what was going on there i know what you're i know what you're talking about you know there was like orbs you had to click on and things like it was it was i don't know we'll we'll get another look at it but that was probably the only thing i didn't like with the trash the only bit of trash that i really didn't didn't like so overall i mean pre pretty good raid i mean i haven't looked at the so at some point we should probably run through some of the gear. Be I mean, have you have any sense of like which trinkets, for example, are are, are good in there? Or... Yeah, there's a couple good ones, at least for BM. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's all right ones. 
I don't know for SV there wasn't anything really spectacular. And I have a feeling we're going to continue to see a lot of bloodthirsty yep. instinct and possibly convergence of fates. Yeah, I'm still running with a convergence of fates. I, I the my the eye level of my bloodthirsty was a little bit low, so uh, I've replaced that now. It was recommended I replace it. I forget. I got one trinket out of there. I forget the name of it, but it was the one where, as long as your health is up a certain amount, you get. Uh, oh yeah, a bunch of agility. Cradle. Yeah, cradle of anguish. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, that one. Uh, it's. I don't know. I don't like. I don't like that effect on it. Like. Mm-hmm. So if you go below fifty percent health, health you lose all of the agility. Right. And it doesn't start stacking up again until you're above eighty. And I don't know. It just seems kind of like not a great trade off. It's it's like it's basically a haste stat stick, but with that mm-hmm. that restriction, it is slightly higher budgeted than a regular stat stick. But I don't know if it's worth it. I think I'd rather have just the stat stick and not worry about the. Uh, buff falling off mm-hmm. yeah because that's the thing you're looking was looking at my health going uh oh i don't want to you know which is good i mean you try and stay at high health anyway but sometimes you know you just not much you can do no it's kind of at the either a mechanic takes you down and you can't yeah. avoid it or the healers troll you or something yeah yeah you know it's like gosh here, here. popping you know aspect of the turtle well that's <laughs> just that's just a... to get your health back up <laughs> instead of waiting for the healers it seems like the trinkets this tier, they wanted you to rely on other people. Mm-hmm. So, so for SV, that's one of the top stats be, or trinkets because it's got all that haste on it for Cradle of Anguish. And the other one is Spectre of the Betrayal, um, which is just a weird... I don't actually know how it works exactly. Um, but there is one that's like... A, it depends on how many people in the raid have it, and it gets better when more people are wearing it. I can't remember what it's called. Is like the is that like the legendary ring from uh, expansions past? No, I mean this one. It actually gets better, like per person, better. Oh, okay. When more people are wearing it, hmm. it's not that it's used together or you know somebody else is pressing your cooldown or whatever. I wish I could remember what it's called. I can't find the link here. Uh, it's somewhere, but. Anyways, it seems like they, yeah, we're going for that sort of thing. And for BM and MM, there's the Tarnished Sentinel Medallion. Um, oh, that's the one mas- with the owl? Yeah, it's got mastery on it, and it has a two-minute cooldown. Mm-hmm. It's on use, and it summons a little spectral owl that just shoots your target. And every time you attack, there's a chance for your owl to do an extra bonus attack. And it just it's pretty good. It's like in eye level for eye level. It's pretty close to bloodthirsty instinct, maybe just a little less. Mm-hmm. And uh, for BM, obviously, you can stack it with um, Bestial Wrath. And the other one for ranged that's good is called uh, Engine of Eradication. So it, it also has mastery, and it, the proc on it gives you agility. Um, it's a 12 second buff, but then it drops four orbs around you. Mm-hmm. And every orb you walk over and collect extends the duration of the buff. Oh, by nice. Four, four seconds. <laughs> well, maybe not as great for MM, but mm-hmm. BM, no movement restrictions. As long as the orbs don't land in fire or something. 
and it's uh so yeah those two trinkets are they're up there like they compete with bloodthirsty instinct and stuff like that yeah that's theoretically one of the best for mm or one of the better ones from this raid at least yeah the problem is in the simulations it's, it assumes you get the all the orbs every time yeah And, and so Cradle Languish is also, you know, you know, Cradle Languish, like, Sim's really good and everything, but in real life, I don't know how that's going to work out. Right, it all depends, right? I mean, if you get lucky, if your health doesn't, if you can stay healthy, I, I guess it probably works out well, but you just don't know, right? It's just so, so dependent on that. <clears throat> so another interesting one was uh, Terror from Below. Did we talk about that already? No. No, I know which one you're talking about. That was uh, off the... Mistress, uh, whatever, Sazzling, Sazzling, yeah. yeah, drops off for her. Yeah, so some kind of shark comes up and splits damage with you and your enemies. <laughs> I don't know how to react to that, but it's something. <laughs> I think they just put that there so melee wouldn't roll on it or something. I don't know. Huh. I mean, it, it is a, uh, it's sort of a ranged only one, but. I think most melee have enough ranged attacks that they can use it. Or maybe I'm thinking of the wrong trinket. Yeah, as long as, as long as you're not standing on top of the target, I don't think you get hurt. Oh, um, uh, Delirium, were you talking about Inferno Cinders earlier? About uh, critical strike chance that this item is increased by 10% for each ally within 10 yards who bear this item? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, it's melee. Your melee attacks. Oh, that's, yeah, that's... I've been having trouble figuring out what I was reading about SV and what about MM. Yeah, so that's from Goroth. And uh um and, and I guess those would uh stack whether or not you have the raid finder version. Oh. Oh interesting. Huh. Right? Because it's the same version, just high level. Yeah, I I haven't tested it, but it sounds good. Yeah, so it you may have to just farm uh all the raids for that. Is Goroth uh an early boss? Yeah, that's the first boss. Okay. There you go. Farm the first boss and in LFR. When yeah, it I don't, even I mean as SV, it's not the best trinket. I don't believe. So it's just a fun little novelty. <laughs> yeah, we do have some other. Uh, I think we both Ben Deck and I put in uh, items to look for or extra mm -hmm. rolls. I don't know if we want to switch to that mode. Yeah, let's go ahead and talk about that. Gotta find it here. So yeah, so we talk about where to where to use your coins and 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 so forth, and what to look for. Yeah. Where do you, oh, there it is. <laughs> I was in the wrong section too. Yeah. And as I said it, yeah. So for MM at least, it looks like uh, getting those new tier pieces even after the nerf to them that came last week um, is still kind of one of the top priorities. Um, and those drop off of. Well, I mean, as we said, this is two-thirds of the bosses, but Demonic Inquisition, Haryatan, Mistress Sassy, Sassy Pants, Desolate Host, Maiden of Vigilance, and Fallen Avatar. And then there's actually some pretty good relics. Garoth has our top Storm Relic, uh, which is the first boss, as we said, which is kind of nice. Sisters of the Moon has our top Life Relic, and Kil'jaeden has our top Blood Relic. I don't know. What's BM got? BM? Um, 
Yeah, the tier bonuses are not like super exciting. You still want to get them, but um, mostly the upgrades going to come from the eye level of new gear, not the actual bonuses. Um, so if you, so for example, if you're wearing heroic tier 19, mm -hmm. and I don't know, it depends on your guild does loot or whatever. Like if it's point based or something. I yeah, don't know do, if I would, like we do point based, for example. Yeah. So I don't know if I would use points on getting normal tier 20 if you had heroic tier 19, just because. So you get the new set, and then the pieces are five to ten eye levels higher. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be like a side grade, basically. So for breaking the tier bonuses, I think I would recommend getting higher eye levels. So like heroic. Waiting for heroic, yeah. I mean, I get yeah. you know you could get lucky, I guess, and you know, open it, open you know, get Titan Forged or something like that, and maybe get lucky with with the eye level boost. But yeah, you know, you're taking your chances to be sure. And obviously, if you have like three pieces and you want to have completed it, that's different. Mm -hmm. You just kind of want to get anything then. But, but yeah, also for BM, um, a lot of people are running the stomp build right now, which is like the, other people call it the crit build. But um, if you want to run that, it's it's a really good idea to keep the two piece tier nineteen when you get your four piece tier twenty. So that's another thing to consider. Um, only rolling on, like, keep your two highest slide level tier 19 pieces and only roll on the other slots for tier 20. But that gets really complicated because sometimes the beggars can't be choosers. Right, and then you're also dealing with the, the legendaries. I mean, does that assume, like, shoulders and belt, for example, for, for legendaries, or, or how, do, how, do you, how do you approach well, that? if you go three set bonuses, you can't use the shoulders. Mm -hmm. So you can still use the belt, though, and then... Uh, the new class ring is also really good if you're playing that build mm -hmm. and you want to use three set bonuses. And then for BM, the relics, again, they had some decent relics in there, it looked like. Um, yeah, but the first you know, there's always uh, overlap. So what's what's the, the combination to look for there? The combination? In other words, I mean, you know, you see there's different arcane relics. You know, sometimes you see overlaps of bonuses between say like iron and storm or, or just for example so i mean what are there what are the top three relics i guess you would want to look for for bm um well the, jaws the, of thunder if, if you're talking about traits mm -hmm. um so there's the first boss goroth has the arcane relic the jaws of thunder and mistress sassazine has a storm relic with the jaws of thunder i'm pretty sure it's pronounced sassy pants <laughs> as for iron relics there's no there's no great ones for bm in there um there's a beast cleave one and an aspect of the wild duration one they're not horrible but it's there's a lot of single target in tomb of sargeras you probably want kill command relics when you can get them mm -hmm. so for iron relic i mean i don't you're not many people are running Nighthold anymore but there's two good ones in there. Or Vault of the Wardens or Lower, Lower Karazhan. Um, and there's also uh, these, this, this new trait, the uh, Slithering Serpents. This is the first time we've seen these on relics. Um, you can get a Storm and Arcane Relic with those from the raid. And they're not quite as good as the Kill Command um, trait, but they're really close. Mm -hmm. 
So those are another good choice. Yeah, so it's good that options at least. And I like it when these relics drop early on. <laughs> Nighthold was kind of like that too. Scorpron was a it was a good boss for 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 yeah. relics. So where's BM at now with the kind of weapon item level versus the uh, trait they've got on it? Is item level more important now, or is it no. still mostly about the trait? It's still mostly about the trait, but it's not as big as it was before. Because when they gave us two charges, part of the nerf they did to compensate uh, was uh, they lowered the effectiveness of mm -hmm. our two kill command, kill command. traits. Yeah. yeah. Huh. So it's still like a big, like the Jaws of Thunder trait is still worth like eight weapon item levels or so. So and then the other ones are all pretty close. Like there's like a pack leader, Unleash the Beast. And so I think serpents, they're all in like the five to six range. Hmm. I haven't actually thought about it recently. Is so volley and cobra shot are those your main weapon damage abilities? Well, volley's attack power. Oh, volley's attack power. Okay. So it's just cobra shot. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just cobra. Okay. Yeah. So weapon eye level, not the biggest deal. Oh. Well, well, it's kind all... of funny. That, it's kind of funny. Just mention that though, because the Cobra shot, like with the stomp build right now, like sometimes it hits harder than my kill command because of way of the Cobra. <laughs> it's just funny. I don't know. So, 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 what builds are are you running? So, for Beast Mastery, I mean, what are the, what are the like sort of the the recommended builds? I guess at this point for for Tumas Argeras, and I guess it's a little bit gear dependent right now. For Beast Mastery, yeah. Um, well, there's two builds. There's like the Stomp build or the Dire Frenzy build. Um, right now in Tier 19 gear, for almost everyone, the Stomp build is doing more damage. Um, which is kind of, it's the same build that was in 7.1.5 when the shoulders first came out. And then it kind of went away in 7.2. But uh, some people call it the crit build just because mm -hmm. it. The more crit you get, the better it performs. It just it likes you having lots of crit. You can you can have forty percent crit, and it still wants more crit. <laughs> um, so the main talents for that build is uh, way of the cobra stomp, one with the pack, and then a murder of crows and killer cobra. So the the only real difference is is from the dire frenzy build, which is dire frenzy and bestial fury. Mm -hmm. But uh, once you get the tier 20 set bonuses, like say you just had tier 20 and no tier 19, the Dire Frenzy looks like it's a little bit better. But does Dire Sprint, I mean, dire, does Dire Frenzy still favor crit, or do you want to focus more on mastery at that point? Yeah, for Dire Frenzy, you want to focus on mastery more. Mm -hmm. But There's I mean, the, the, the stats are so close that like you can move yeah. back and forth. Without having to worry about your gear too much. Yeah. Are are both about equal on single target and AoE? It's more about how you build the character, not really about what kind of fight you're in. Yeah, they're both surprisingly close on both single target and AoE. Huh. Um like I said though, in tier twenty, Dire Frenzy's a little better, and tier nineteen stomps a little better. 
But if you keep that the old tier 19 two-piece bonus, then you may be able to close that gap with the stomp build. It's it's kind of gear dependent, like what legendaries you have. If you have good legendaries to that don't go in tier slots and stuff like that. I don't know. There's 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 some pretty good choice right now for that. So I don't think you can go wrong with either one. I think you should just play around, see what you like, see what your gear is. Well, it's nice that there's that they're close, and you know that, that you have some options. That's kind of why, like, one of the things I like about Beast Mastery is it's got it's a little bit has a little bit of versatility uh, to it, and you can kind of adjust it to your play style to some degree, which is which is which is which is nice. I don't want versatility in my gear. <laughs> <laughs> well, then you might probably don't want to run too much. Uh, TOS here. <laughs> Delirium has a note. He's asking, can we complain about how much versatility gear there is in Tomb of Sartorius? I guess we can. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it was just what I happened to get from bonus rolls and regular rolls mm-hmm. this week, but I've got like 10% versatility, which is just ridiculous. Holy, I didn't even know that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So every tier piece I got, all the, or both of my new tier pieces, tier 20 pieces, have versatility on them. I think I got a Helm, which I haven't equipped that has versatility on it. One of my rings, maybe one of my necks. I don't know. It's just silly. 10% freaking versatility. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And of course, that means my mastery and haste are suffering. Crit. It's funny because it's one of those stats where you just sort of, on the surface, when you look at the tooltip, it just seems like it would be probably like one of the best things out there, right? Because it's just straight, you know, damage increase and so forth. But it just doesn't pan out. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's all about the the conversion that they give you. It just takes so much of your stats to get 1% of that, mm-hmm. whereas you're getting like the same number of stats will get you 2 or 4% of mastery or something like that. Have you brought it up on the forums to see what they have to say? No. <laughs> I only complain on the podcast. Yeah. I, I assume <laughs> there's like, probably going to be... Asking a question, giving feedback. I don't think this is effective. I think they've known that about versatility for a long time since it came out. Yeah. People have been complaining, making that same complaint. So, Well, that's the problem is you don't complain. You just give them feedback. There are specs that really like it. I don't know if it's one of the rogue specs or mm-hmm. and maybe a mage spec that's going crit verse. Yeah, I, wanna, I think Frost and Assassination, I want to say. They like versatility. So I think the mages in my guild like eat that dark moon fair food because it's got versatility or something because <laughs> huh. it has like 475 verse or something yeah, speaking of stat weights like right now my stat weights have completely changed like used to be agility was like way on top and now it's like agility is almost at the bottom i guess it's because of all these legendary upgrades and stuff and getting a bunch of agility or something but it's also because they scale at different rates so, that's and true. they announced this for this yeah. tier, yeah. It's going to be run out weird. of secondary stats. You kind of, like, yeah, every one counts a little more, I guess, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think, you know, by the time we're in uh, whatever that planet that's in the sky now is. Argus. What's it called? Argus. Argus, Argus or Argus? Argus. Lego? Le- Lego? <laughs> Gif? That's a pan. Um, uh, 
Uh, I assume okay. there's going to be a raid associated with that too. I yeah, don't know if I think they did. they announced. Did like, they announce that yet? Or that. yeah, um, I think they did at BlizzCon last year. Actually, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. They just mentioned they were going there. I don't know if they mentioned oh, there was right. going to be a raid associated with it or not. But we're we're kind of at this point where a lot of what they told us was coming at BlizzCon we, it's, is here now. <laughs> oh, yes. So we're like due for some more information soon. I'm still under the assumption that there will be a raid. Anyways, by the time we get to that, you know, next tier of gear, I think we'll see so much more agility on gear. Like going mm -hmm. up 10, 20 eye levels will be a ton more agility and just a little bit more secondaries. So the relative weight value of secondaries will be much higher, but it'll still be like you're getting, you know, a thousand more agility versus a hundred more haste or a yeah, hundred more mastery. So it'll still be worth it to get the higher eye levels, even though yeah. the stat weights will be really wonky looking. Yeah, so I was going to ask, um, are you missing, like, are you looking at your trinkets right now and, and going, um, do I measure this, or are you valuing the agility less now on the trinkets especially? Yeah, I guess it depends on the trinket, because, yeah, like, the two best um, tomb trinkets don't have agility on them, so... Whereas before, and, it seemed like the best trinkets all had agility, so. And hey, check this out. All of the best rings and necks don't have any agility on them. Ooh. <laughs> that was deep, right? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Speaking of rings, that's another good thing to bring up, that some people still don't know that the crafted rings go up to 900 now. That's a really good way to... Swing your stats in one direction. Also, the uh, obliterum, whatever that stuff is called, is mm -hmm. selling like hotcakes. So if you want to make a ton of money and have a lot of mats, obliterate some stuff and sell that. I've gotten easily a million over the last week. Really? Just wow. from selling obliterum. Or, uh, yeah, whatever the single's called. Ashes oh. or something. Yeah, well, right now is not a good time to buy WoW tokens. <laughs> the Diablo uh, Necromancer is coming out. Yeah, yeah and the to a token is the exact price for it for it too. Mm -hmm. Huh? No, save up I already, gold. I already bought a token. I already bought a token just to buy the Diablo thing. <laughs> I assume many many other people are too. Probably. Mm -hmm. That's probably why the prices are inflated, right? Mm -hmm. Does the what? one month of game time cost the same as the whatever token? That you can use on other stuff, or are they the same token? I don't actually know. Yeah, it's the same token. You when you redeem uh, it, you can pick a month of game time or fifteen dollars uh, battle net balance. Oh, huh. Another reason it went up is because people pre-ordering pre Destiny Two. Right. Well, should we talk about this uh, Reddit uh, AMA that happened when we have a few minutes left? That was they. Was this design, uh, class, wow, class design AMA that they did, uh, and they gave some information about the possible future of, of Beast Mastery Hunters, which was kind of interesting. Uh, and one of the things they said was it was likely that Dire Frenzy becomes baseline in 8.0. At least that's their current thinking. So I guess they just went and announced the next expansion on a very high level there. I guess, <laughs> which is good, which is cool. I guess, I mean, I no one should be surprised that another one would be coming. I guess this is kind of confirms it. 
and then they said they want to improve Cobra shot and give it another purpose other than preventing focus capping. And one example is reducing kill command cooldown by one second every cast. And they said part of the reason they made two charges of Dire Beast baseline was they see it as the future of the spec, managing Dire Frenzy attack speech, which is hard to do without two charges. So I don't know. What do you make of that, Bendek? Um, I think it's pretty good. Um, it is true. Managing those attack speed mm -hmm. stacks does give another thing to do as Beast Mastery. So I think they, the devs probably see that Beast Mastery needs something else. Right. And I don't know, that definitely helps. And then they can put another talent in its place. It'd be kind of funny if they put Dire Beast there. And, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's a good idea. Especially giving Cobra Shot something else, too. Yeah, I think that would be nice. I mean, it'd be, and, and it sounds like, you know, maybe they don't want to change the spec too much either and, and do a complete overhaul. Though I don't know how they're going to manage um, the artifact weapon because, you know, we get a lot out of that. And I assume that's just going to go away. In yeah. Whatever, whatever they do next. I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, it'd be weird going back to using just regular weapons that drop from a raid. It would seem kind of kind of a step back, but I, I don't know what else they would do. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to replace your Titan artifact with Lockbore Rifle of the Monkey. Right. I mean, I mean I'm not going to get a complaint about not having a grind artifact power, that's for sure. But, yeah, I was uh, going to say, rubbing, rubbing those rocks on those artifact weapons. Yeah. It's going to get old pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, no one will be upset to see that that disappear, but I don't know, it was just such a big part of this expansion, you know, had this, you know, weapon of significance, and now you just go back to hope the gun drops. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm calling it now. We're going to use our artifact weapon in some way, and it's going to get destroyed in Argus. That's going to mm -hmm. be the, uh, uh, I, I, that's my prediction for there. How they're going to get rid get us to get rid of, because, I mean, you know, ostensibly all these weapons are, you know, mythical level mm -hmm. weapons. Can't just like, oh, I'm gonna replace it with a green. <laughs> <laughs> Except for us Beastmasters, of course, because ours is just a furry yeah. animal. We're going to be giving back to Mimiron or whoever. Well, that's um, the thing. Yeah, I mean, would they give Hottie, I mean, would they give us, so that's the thing. We, we're sort of running around with, well, two, two permapets and then, you know, however many we, we call, we summon along the way, but, you know, that was kind of a a defining feature for for beast mastery and sort of a fun thing. And that doesn't mean they can't give us the ability to call call out two pets in some fashion, but I wonder what they'll do there. If they give us back Hottie in the next expansion, they better fix uh, her gray eye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, they've, Hottie's a little better now because it, uh, he at least uses dash when your other pet does, so he keeps up more. And um, you know, with the forty yard range on kill command. Hottie also does that too. Mm -hmm. So it's a little better now. Um, it just took them a while to get there. Yeah, but I've still noticed like Hottie will come back to me randomly. Get yeah. There. What you got to do for that is put make a macro for all of your attacks and put slash pet attack in the macro. Wow. That'll, that'll keep Hottie glued to your targets. I definitely never have that problem with Hottie. <laughs> your level 50 or your uh 
Well, I, I mean, I'm still yeah, impressed cause... by your 52 uh, concordance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mostly wanted, I, I am using as my main pet now a uh, wolfhawk. The one that matches the survival. It's oh, like cool. green feathers. Oh, the green. I really like it, yeah. And sometimes it flies a little bit while it's fighting beside me. <laughs> I don't know. It's real fun. I wish it would fly, actually fly beside me, but well, other than that, yeah, it's great. I'm super happy by its special ability, which slow fall. Noticed in the pet bars. It's possible I didn't know it did that. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually fantastic. I um I was looking because I was like, okay, they must they have to give us a special ability for this. It saved my life already. Mm. <laughs> huh. That's interesting. The uh I usually get out a bird for uh dungeons or not dungeons, uh battlegrounds. It's just generic uh debuff for PvP. And I haven't had a reason, but I don't have any really, like really cool birds. So now I have a reason to use that in at least a few of the battlegrounds. It'll be nice to have slow fall. Lumber, yeah, lumber, lumber mill. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's <laughs> the one I was thinking of. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. All right. Well, I think we did a pretty good job on catching up on uh, two more stuff, right? Yeah, we did. I'll miss Hattie, though, if we don't get her like permanently. I don't know. Might have to wear uh run around wearing Don Carlos's famous hat permanently if that's the case. <laughs> I have Don Carlos's famous hunting rifle. I have Don Carlos's famous beer. <laughs> but, I think it's actually tequila, but it's yeah. There's a Don Carlos's te- Don Carlos uh, tequila tequila in the game. I was he's got up. all sorts of stuff in there. He loses his stuff all over the place. <laughs> I ran out of backspace earlier, so I was sorting through to decide what to, you know, what to ditch. And it's like, mm-hmm. how could I possibly ditch some tequila? <laughs> so I definitely know it exists. That virtual tequila. Gotta mm-hmm. keep it. <laughs> On a last note, I feel that it is our duty as Ezerothians to, as you enter the Tomb of Sargeras, there's supposed to be a skeleton lying around somewhere near the entrance. That's Gul'dan. You should make sure that your pet pees on that. At least once. <laughs> uh, okay. It's only is right. It like uh, the original Gul'dan, or which which version of Gul'dan is it that it's we're... the original. The original, right? The one from Warcraft 2. Mm-hmm. Who got all the way, raised the island, went in, got eaten by, by demons that uh, were uh, not, not friendly as he thought they might be. And then shenanigans with a skull ensued. Oh, those shenanigans. Yeah, Blizzard Watch had a really nice podcast that came out this week about basically like leading up to what happened with the skull and the skull's travels thereafter. All right. Well, on, on that note, then, we'll, we'll close this out. I forgot we have to do an outro here. We just, <laughs> just hang up and go to bed. All right. You have been listening to episode 260 of the Hunting Party Podcast. I'm Dark Brew from thebrewhall.com and the Brew Hall on Twitter. I'm Delirium from thrillofthewild.com and at Delirium Hunts on Twitter. I'm Bendak from eyesofthebeast.com and Bendak Wow on Twitter. All right, check us out on iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher, or add our RSS feed to your reader. And, of course, we have these links available in our show notes. If you have a question or a topic you would like us to discuss on the show, email us at huntingpartypodcast at gmail.com or send us a tweet at huntingpartypod. 
All right, stay thirsty, my friends, and remember to drink your dark brew lager. Siempre prestar la emoción de los salvajes. Keep your eyes on the beast. For the horde. Hey, I've missed for the horde. Yeah. Good job. Loctarogar. We all play Alliance, right? Loctar. Uh, I think we do. I don't know. Ali might be the... I, I like have a horde tune scattered here or there, but I haven't yeah. uh, touched them in ages. So now nah, I've been pretty much Alliance from the beginning. Uh, lifetime horde here. Oh, yeah. My allegiance is only to the wild. <laughs> <laughs> the unseen path is... I the unseen it. path. That's it. <laughs> How'd you know? Lifestealer. That's just the cost of being awesome sauce. A dues payer. A boss slayer. I rock out with my life. Just like